Hello, and welcome to the Feats and Fables 5th Edition Dungeons & Dragons streaming game just for adventurers like you. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Feats and Fables. If you want to watch us live and chat with us and participate in our post-show porch lag, join us on Twitch from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday nights. Our entire backlog is available on our YouTube channel, and so that makes it easier for you to catch up. I'm Paige Lightman, the DM, and I'd like to welcome you to Aglarod, a peaceful pastoral land of half-elves. <laughs> our heroes of Aglarod are part of the Foresters, elite scouts and rangers charged with defending Aglarod's borders, particularly against undead from the evil fascist nation of Thang. Our heroes have recovered a mythical artifact that has dragged them into the Feywild and also into a conflict with the Shadowfell. Our heroes are exploring the elaborate city of Mithrandain and trying out to figure out how to resolve this conflict. Previously on Feats and Fables, our heroes were exploring the city, bedding down for the night, and coming up with a plan. Let's meet our heroes. All right, we have Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch night fighter played by Ron Frankie. Now, with slightly more elf. <laughs> yes. The ingredients uh, mix did uh, change a bit. We had Wildfire, a Fire Genasi Evoker Wizard, played by Joe Streaky. I'm going to figure out why Andrew's missing. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you're the worst. User oh, error. That guy. You should rejoin. Hey, guess what we just got? Damn it, Paige. I was going to do it when you introduced me. How dare you thwart me? We have not one, but two new what? subs, which Three. means we're doing the pre-Ross dance. Hang on. Wait, wait, wrong music. Now? We're doing now. now. We're dancing now. Yes. Really? Yes. Watch me. Why are you not already dancing? Oh, yeah, get it Whoa, off. Brother Flounder with the gifting sub. Nice, thank you. Mwah, Brother Flounder, you the best. Welcome, Chiron. We hope you enjoy your, your month of zany craziness. Yeah. Y'all have also started a hype train. <laughs> Go hype train. Hype train. Choo-choo. Hype train. Hype train. Oh, utter nonsense on the audio version. It's great. We're dancing. We're dancing yeah. real hard. That's why he was saying, wait, we're dancing. We're dancing All right. Next in our lineup is Ross, a lizard boat Drake Warden Ranger Barbarian played by Coda of Codab Games. Hello, everyone. We have Maligar, a drow Twilight Clerk played by Dr. Andrew Huang. I've just spent several days eating roast meats and uh, delicious breads and waffles and so forth, and 
boy, are my leather pants a bit tight. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Belwyn, a dwarven paladin princess, played by Ben Heisler. Wait a minute, they're just tight now? I thought you were always had them, you know, tight, especially in the whole, you know, V crotch area. Like, wait, that wasn't tight they're before? Extra tight. They're, they're a little bit uncomfortably tight now. Ah. Even for me, not just for everyone else. Right, I mean, I get uncomfortable just looking at them. That's the idea. Is it? <laughs> I told you about the roomy expense that loincloths have to offer you. <laughs> that, that's probably the only thing that keeps me from wearing loincloths. Alright, as I recall, having just listened to last week's show, we had all bunked down in your spacious suite in the uh, Eladrin city of Mithranane, and uh, you were watching a beautiful fall night pass, and I think you had some talking to do. That, and I believe Ross was going to sleep on a cut-up pile of fruit called a fruiton. Which, uh, I, I will say, <laughs> old Sotagger Paige has not yet gotten over. She loves it. I, she loves I it. did, and I do, and I'm not ashamed. Do you I'm want ants? This is how you get Feywild ants. Oh my god, can you imagine <laughs> trying to get Feywild ants out of stuff? Woof! They can teleport. Seems bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, were you waiting on me? I'm waiting on y'all to do something uh, something cool. Interesting. Something a lot of work. Right. <laughs> yeah. Paige is doing the, the poking us with the stick going, come on! Do want to do something cool. Is this what happens in D&D? I thought we just followed our goal markers from place to place. And... Yeah, like, where's the quest icon pointing us right now? Oh, gross. <laughs> so I think I might have found a way that we can keep the mythal and still uh, close the rift. But I do need some further assistance from some skilled uh, Eladrin mages. I have... The beginning of a theory, I think, but it feels very workable. Go on. Do you have some sort of magic copying device for the mithril now? No. Part of the reason that uh, the Eladrin, those those residents of the Feywild, couldn't close the portal is they had they have trouble existing, and their magic has trouble existing on the in the in the. Uh, Shadowfell, which is on the other side of the portal. Um, there was some exploration into sending both a... to casting a spell, in essence, at the same time from both sides of the portal that would be able to po potentially seal it. But sadly, they didn't have any way to get someone on the Feywild, on the Shadowfell side to do that. But since we're not magically bound to this land we probably can do it why, why have you waited this long to get a contractor that's a that's a question maybe there's something that we don't know about the spell that that we have to ask them about um it they the, the spell was partially completed the 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 ritual for the spell was partially completed 
Um, like they'd never really finished the thought almost. Uh, I'm not sure why. It might be worth ad asking. Um, it might be worth asking the the rulers uh, of here. What, what were their names? Uh, Rosie <laughs> and what's it? Who's he and what's it? Uh, why? <laughs> but first. Rowan and Thalia. That was in character. Dancing. Babe. That was in character. <laughs> because right. Bologno also sent us a tier one sub. Thank you, Bologno. Keeping up that hype train! Hype train! I hope the music is happening. I mean, we would look silly without it, Andrew. I, we never look silly. I'd like to surprise you. We always look silly. Just gotta commit, guys. Just gotta commit. Feel the rhythm. <laughs> yeah! It always makes me smile when we dance. You know, smiles I dance. <laughs> I really, I really fueled by the shed and Florida that Old Sun Tiger sends us. Like, that, that <laughs> just empowers <laughs> me. Really, that's the best. Uh, Wildfire. Aladrin live a long time. Is the uh, author of the partially completed spell still around? Maybe. I mean, I, I have... I have a, a great deal of notes as well as the author's name, um, so maybe. I mean, one thing that would certainly be helpful if, is, you know, I had to. Ca I was limited some in some ways by the fact that I don't. I have to cast magic every hour to kind of read a ladrin. I don't know it natively, so I was somewhat <laughs> slowed by that. But I, I do have <clears throat> a great deal of notes from my session. Um, that I think might are very actionable. So then, once we talk with him, we can develop a more... a better plan of action. I mean, I think that uh, Victor is right in that there's a reason they didn't do this. There's a reason they, uh, they tossed it aside out of hand. My summation, based on everything I read, was because they couldn't actually cast the magic in the Shadowfell. It wouldn't work for them the way it would work for a mortal or a Desi to the Shadowfell. That's based on a, some, a, a guess, in essence. Um, but um, it's an educated guess based on reasonably good data. Well, then perhaps we should contact Wisteria and ask them if we could beg an audience with the rulers sometimes tomorrow. Wisteria sure. being our assigned servant. I don't know if servant's the right word. No, no. They're not our servant. They're the city servant that they assigned to us. Our reminder. That way. Wildfire yeah. walks over to the bell and rings the bell. Okay. Uh, it takes a few minutes, and by that I truly do mean minutes. It is several minutes. Yeah. And then there is a polite at your door. I open the door. Uh, Wisteria is standing there. It doesn't look like they have been ousted from bed or anything. They don't look rattled or discomforted or disheveled. And, uh, Wisteria looks at you and says, I believe I heard a bell. Is there something that you need? Yes. Uh, we don't need it tonight, but we'd like to start the process of getting an uh, audience with Rowan and Dahlia. Oh. Uh, I can see if the 
ladies can talk to you uh, within the next hour. I believe they're busy at the moment, but uh, the moonlight observation should be over before long, and I see, don't see why they can't talk to you. I'll come back uh, to fetch you then in a bit, if that's all right. Excellent. Very well. And Wisteria withdraws. I kind of come back to the, the area where everyone's sitting. So I do think that um, we don't have a lot of information on what exactly the Fae did to this city to kind of seal it. I think we might also need to discover that. In all of my research, I wasn't able to find any specific details. Maybe You're I didn't find the right book. I got a question. Yes. I mean, if they're, if they're Winter Fae, and they encase the city in winteriness. Why the fuck don't they just still live there? Mm-hmm. I'm sure like, they perhaps magical winter is different than natural winter. Ras, my friend, I don't think there's just about fuck all here that's natural. I don't know if you've noticed how uh, how our good friends. Victor's looking, but uh, does that look natural to you? I, I look at Victor. Victor looks as he has always looked. <laughs> I mean, pretty mammalian. Oh. With, with with rocky features. I mean, Bowen is correct. My ears appear to be slightly more pointy. Three millimeters pointier. Yes. It was uh, a little unpleasant being measured, but you kept saying it was for the good of the party, so... We needed to know! It was critical that we knew. We need to measure it twice and write it down for science. It appears my body has become the... uh, I don't know if battleground is the right word, but... uh, What is it when, like, two small children are fighting over a doll, and one of them wants to turn into a rock, and the other one wants to turn into a leaf? You mean a tug-of-war? Yes. So... I'm working on a theoretical way to measure the amount of uh, crystal in Victor's bones. It should only cause a mild to severe discomfort. Oh dear God! Involve <laughs> submerging him in a in a tub of mercury, you see. Yes. And then vibrating it at a very high frequency. <laughs> if you insist that there are changes, I believe you. But that does not change the fact that whatever was done to the city was not of this place. Oh, right. I see what you're saying now. That makes much more sense than what you said before. Also, why didn't they just pick a new place to make a new city? Like, looks like there's plenty of land out there. Uh, I... I would assume, without actually knowing, that uh, it has something to do with ley lines or something. Stuff like this always has to do with ley lines. What the fuck is a ley line? Magic. I, I, no, no, no. And I go out and get a chalkboard. <laughs> oh, and no. for the next hour, I spend describing to the deepest level what a ley line is. Overjoyed the entire time. I feel like we have reached Ma- Ma- a, a good place reference where Belwyn is Eleanor and uh, Wildfire is Cheaty. <laughs> I mean, Ross, I'm here for it. Ross is in for this. Like 
he he loves presentations. Like nothing like a good PowerPoint really gets the blood going. Like you you, you flip the page on your board and Ross is just like rage. In addition to all of this uh, ley line business, you should be aware that any elven or elven type fey community also has really strict zoning regulations. So you can't just you can't just take one. You, it, it would it would be really hard to just you know plop down in, in, in a new location and expect everything to be okay. It would take you know ten thousand years to really get that zoning board up and running again. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, it's really terrible. That's why all of our stuff looks really old and fancy. It's not actually because we're skilled craftspeople. It's because we can't afford to move. <laughs> There's Malagar, laying so, the secrets of the elves bear. It's true. It's, it's, it's just true. I mean, when you can't move, you just... And you have lots of time on your hands. You just slowly and relentlessly improve the home that you're in. Relentlessly. It only takes a few thousand years to figure out exactly where the couch should go. Exactly. And then all the trips to get, you know, back and forth to the hardware store. And that is where the ley lines came from. Ross looks around. I think everyone fell asleep after the first hour. I did not fall asleep. I was trying to be a visual aid of, he said something about laying down or something, so I helped. <laughs> You're there just is, resting your eyes. There is a, another gentle knock at your door. I go answer it. I'm still Wister up. Sure, Wisteria's there, and uh, they look at you with their beautiful cyan and purple eyes and say, well, uh, Rowan and Dahlia have a free moment. You can uh, attend to them uh, as they prepare to grief morning. Excellent. I will uh, get my friends up and I kind of go and wake everybody who's fallen asleep up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm awake. You, you wake up feeling extraordinarily refreshed. Um, after a very deep sleep that is nourishing and that you can feel a vibrancy and life uh, flowing through your bodies. Hmm. The Aladrin are well known for their, their fine mattresses. If you're lucky, they'll let you buy one. <laughs> Paige, that sounded suspiciously like a long rest has occurred. What? Yes! You don't, you don't get those. <laughs> No, it's written yeah, right out of our contract. You can't take it back after this. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna. It's all yours. Take it. Long rest. We, yeah, we, hey. don't, we don't do that yet. Hit, hit the button on, <laughs> on D&D Beyond. It's okay. I, I don't even know where the button is for that anymore. It's, it's hidden in the UI. It's fine. You don't have a button? <laughs> I think we go talk to who's he and what's it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're led. Uh, Mysterious leads you through the tree. Uh, leads you through the tree and through a giant uh, 
uh, opening, you can see just the first faint purplish uh, smudge on the horizon where the sun will appear in some time. And in this open roof room, uh, there's a number of chairs and tables and couches, and there's a variety of uh, fae of all types lounging in here. Two of them are Ronan and Dahlia, and Wisteria walks you over and sits you down in kind of a conversation area with them, and then retreats. Greetings, Dahlia. Hello, says Dahlia. I hope you have had a pleasant sleep, mortals. We actually, spent, we actually spent uh, much of the time thinking about our shared predicament. Oh, they lines. I, there was this great uh, white noise uh, ley line generator that uh, just right out. And uh, Wildfire has some ideas and some questions. Well. I am always a fan of interesting questions. Please do go ahead. Rowan observes you silently at this point. Well, when I was investigating uh, some of the research your people did um, into the rift, um, I noticed uh, a partially completed ritual that indicated that it should be able to seal the rift. Uh, if cast from both sides. Um, it, it is somewhat surprising that it was both partially completed and never implemented. Uh, uh, ben is muted, and therefore Paige is muted. Ah. Uh, oh, that lost uh, time. Sorry, my, uh, my camera is behaving amusingly, but uh, do go on. Right. Uh, where was I? Oh, I... Nope, you're gonna have to start. Sorry, Joe. My train of thought just absolutely skipped the tracks. Sure. Um, when I was doing some research into our shared predicament, um, I found a mostly completed ritual uh, that seemed to indicate if it would be cast from both sides of the tear, that it would seal the tear. Uh, I was somewhat surprised that I found it not wholly completed and not implemented. Uh, was there a reason you abandoned that line of research? Well, yes. So, things that come into the Feywild never leave the Feywild the same way they came in. Their essential nature is changed from having been so close to the source of our particular home. The Shadowfell is much the same way. Anyone who goes there will be forever changed by it in some way. With an immortal life ahead of us, our folk are extremely reticent to go over into the Shadowfell for more than a brief jaunt. The, I think it would take quite an expenditure of time and magic to complete the work from the Shadowfell side, and it would probably mean the end of any Ladrin that attempted it, just for that particular reason. 
Rowan uh, interrupts and says, and we thought about it. We sent several over to do it, and then we never heard from them again. After the fourth time we'd sent someone through to complete the spell, we gave up. So what if... I kind of gestured to my party. What if we went through and cast it from the Shadowfell side, and your people cast it from the Feywild side? I we are not it... native to this plane nor that plane. That will not protect you from changes wrought by the Shadowfell. What kind of changes would that be? Where the Feywild is the embodiment of nature and life and the cycle thereof. The Shadowfell is uh, steeped in negative energy, the stasis of undeath and the stoppage of that cycle. This has certain effects on mortals. You've heard the tale of the Shadarchai. Let's say I haven't. There was once a tribe of humans who were in extremis. I don't know the cause of their plight, but were driven from one place to the next for whatever reason. They ended up in the Shadowfell. It was changing them into monsters as they, uh, as they stayed there more. Instead, they pledged their lives to the Raven Queen, asking for her protection. The changes continued, but in a such a way that she directed, and they are now her people. Within a generation or two, or maybe three, they were no longer human, nor anything close to it. That seems bad, real bad. Any trip into either the Feywild or the Shadowfell has consequences. Wait, oh. this is... Are these those changes you were talking about, Belwyn? I mean, I would guess so. I don't know, I haven't seen the change yet. And then I reach and feel my ears. <laughs> they, are, they are still uh, round and sturdy and very dwarf-like. Oh, good. I'm I'm so glad that sentence ended with ears. What did you expect me to say? So, paycheck, like, uh, from what I know of, like, magic, like, how long does, like, the Feywild or the Shadowwild uh, take to transform a mortal like that? Well, you've been here for a short while, and you don't have any significant changes, right? Yes. Fine. You tell me. You're the DM. You're fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. I mean, some of these changes take longer to manifest than others. Uh, so they happen more quickly to shorter-lived races, sure. and they happen more slowly to longer-lived races. Oh man, how has Rastok gotten fucked up yet? That is an excellent. Who's to question. say he hasn't, sir? Whoa, mm. his ears. Holes are actually dramatically more <laughs> pointy now. Ears. <laughs> we just can't see it, but it's there. Yes. Uh, she continues. The Shadowfell 
is the sim- a similar way. However, the powers that rule the Shadowfell may certainly exercise their strength in order to accelerate those changes. We have, in fact, exerted our strength to protect you from some of those changes from the Feywild. Right, and it'll be the opposite when we're in the Shadowfell. They are unlikely to protect you unless you swear fealty to them. None of you have the particular uh, effect on the weave that a warlock does, but that might not be the case once you leave the Shadowfell. What what do you mean? We're making a magical shadow or sugar daddy? Sugar mommy? Sugar parents? If we're willing to undertake these risks, though, does that mean that you think this uh, plan of action would succeed? I, in fact, do not think it will succeed, and that you will be throwing your lives away. But you're saying there's a chance. Having said that, I will not curtail your activities in the Feywild, as long as they do not harm it, and this should not. We would be grateful if it worked, but uh, I, I don't think it's likely. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous, though. It's a one in a million chance, some would say. Therefore, yeah. perfectly likely to happen. Because that's what you know. Malagar reaches into his pocket and, come, and basically pulls out what looks like a a glass ampule that's got a little bit of mercury in it, um, and he slides it into this actually very well designed little little pouch uh, in his lapel. And it's like this this measures my total fey exposure over time. We call it uh, a, a coralanometer. I, I actually suggest that you all all don one. Coralanometer. <laughs> Yes. They pull out another, another sort of, um, you know, fancy-looking leather case, and it's got more of these little, uh, little ampules in it. And he starts to pass them out. But doesn't uh, isn't Ross more affected by microphase than than the rest of us? I mean, he will be. We'll just sort of we'll just divide by his expected lifespan, which I mean, chat would like, all the time. Chat would like to remind me that I did in fact ingest a non-zero amount of. I, I don't even know if I can call it fey blood, like Shadowfell blood. Is there a difference? I'm sure there's a difference. If, you're blood. going to want to write that down. You're mm. going to want to write that down to this little card over here. <laughs> <laughs> In case of treatment, has ingested Fabland. I, mean, I, I suppose we can don your device. The problem, of course, is we have no ability to leave the Feywild. Oh, so yeah. it's somewhat of a. Oh, no, it's. Move, it's, it's move measurement currently. I, it's super academic. It's more of a, a, an indication of, of coming doom rather than anything effective that you can do about it. I can start you on the path through the Mercandraw if you wish to go that way through the Shadowfell. And we will not limit you leaving the Feywild. You may do so right now for any place we touch, if you like. I cannot permit the Mithil to go with you, though. Wait, what? I cannot permit the Mithil to go with you, though. 
Who can permit that? It's not that she isn't the one with the authority, it's that she won't do it. Wait, did Rath just ask to speak to her manager? It's weird, because Rath didn't have hair before, but now he's got these markings that are this asymmetrical bob. That that's my new Faye Faye touched Bob. Yes that you have. Uh, I also am cursed now to constantly have a frappuccino in one hand, so... That's not a curse. That's pretty hot, not gonna lie. Yeah, except I can't use my shield anymore because frappuccino, so... Ross, I'm not sure we can travel with you anymore in this (laughs) unpleasant form. It's weird, and when did you have this extra fur and this icon on it that says the north face to your armor? (laughs) I think it's growing into every tail's. Everything, everything you have says live, uh, love, laugh on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why is that? (laughs) Well, now we're villains. If we now, (laughs) now, yeah, now, just now, wait, wait, this moment. I, I, it sounds like she's telling us this is a bad idea on multiple fronts. Yeah, I think she's saying there's a chance. So, <laughs> if we went through the portal and closed it, could we return and claim the mythal? Would that be a fair trade? Rowan casts a meaningful look at Dahlia, who pauses a moment and says, If the rift was closed... <sighs> If the rift was closed, if theoretically, if you could close it, then we could survive a long time without that mythal. And it was originally created for Agarot. I realize that. But I don't think it's likely you'll survive. Even if you get through the Mercadraw, there's a long way to go in the Shadowfell to get back around to where the tear is. I thought we were supposed to go through the tear. Oh, you're going to go through it? Well, I thought the tear was in uh, in Sassenfrost or in... Sindrian. Uh... Sindrian, right, right, that's it. It is. What is uh, protecting the tear? Well, it has a variety of defenses. The first is that all time is frozen inside the tear. It is frozen essentially in a uh, a spell that is... that gives the... that gives the ghost of the protector of Sindrian the ability to move through that frozen time and keep all else out of it. He was he was slain when the city was sacrificed and his spirit yet haunts the halls. As you can imagine, this is rather difficult in the Feywild as everything here is anathema to the undead who are outside of the Circle of Life. So, 
but like usually ghosts like stick around for a reason. Like, is it to protect the tear? Is it? It to... is to protect the tear to assure, or at least let us know if forces from the Shadowfell come through it. Well, if it's reporting to you, why don't you just say, hey, I got these mortals that are going to come over there and try to fix things. How about you not fuck with them? I. That's not exactly how it works. The ghost of a fae is... Fae are not normally capable of being turned into undead. It took the energy of the Shadowfell to be able to create this guardian, and it is not rational. It is just a being of endless hatred for both life and itself. Ah, great. Sounds like a charming lad. Could we assume that there would be similar protections on the Shadowfeld side? I don't know. We had a network of spies in and through the Shadowfell trying to get more information. What? They're moving slowly. Better that than to be um, caught. I believe that the Shadowfell has some sort of organization on the other side. Again, staffed also by the human wizards that had accompanied them on their last foray into the Feywild. Wait, and where all did these wizards come from? Oh, um, they're human wizards. They're from the Prime Material. Uh, some nation there, I could find that information for you, I suppose. That'd be great. Do they happen to wear red robes? Yes, as a matter of fact, they were oh, all dressed in robes. Uh, Alright, well, mm-hmm. great. Uh, likely no other information needed, but if you come across anything else, you know, that'd be great to know. Uh, they, all of them, well, most of them, I believe, had shaved heads and then tattoos. Uh... And uh, many of them were accompanied by undead, which is not surprising, considering undead are the primary residents of the Shadowfell. We've learned so much in just a couple sentences. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, I do have another couple questions, if uh, if you'll humor me. Of course, dear guest. Right, so, is it because of the ghosts that if it's a winter city that's in stuck in Frostland, like, why did the Eladrin leave, the winter Eladrin leave? I thought that, that sounds like it'd be a place where they'd you know, hang out and do sick jumps off of ski ramps and shit. Because the city was sacrificed. A city, like, one of Sindrian's beauty took time from that that a mortal human cannot comprehend to create the art, to create the meaning in it. And it is thousands and thousands of your years of work to have created that city. It was raised to stumps. So there is no oh. city there for them to live in. Right, okay. As it sounded, it was like still there but fucked up. Uh there are structures still standing, but not much. That was the level of sacrifice needed to enact the magic that paused time in that area. All right. So, um, 
And, so, in, and in fact, Rastiel's life was also part of that pact. Which one was Rastiel again? Sorry? He was the the king of the Winter Eladrin. Right. He volunteered uh, to die with his city in order to protect the Feywild. However, his spirit is the one that incorporated as a ghost for the Guardian. It's not actually him. It's a pale reflection of his fury, but it's still a very powerful creature. If nothing else, out of respect for Rastiel, few among the Fae would be willing to fight it. Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I had a feeling that when you told me that, oh, it's very rare for there to be an undead ghost Fae, that he was somehow important. Um... So, if we could make it past the ghost, could we travel through the tear? Does it still exist? Oh, it still exists. <sighs> Didn't you say time was stopped in it? It is. It is. Which is why the winter... That is why Rastiel, as a ghost, can stay there. His heart doesn't beat. Time Passage of time means nothing for him. Do ghosts' hearts normally beat? No. No, dear creature. But, in fact, the hearts of Fae do definitely beat. Even as ghosts? No. It is normally not possible for Fae to become undead. Could... Is it possible for you guys to craft some sort of magic that would allow us to... travel through the effect? Rowan speaks. Yes, I can protect you from... I can protect you from the mm, unanchoring of time and allow you to pass through it. And I can provide you with an athame that would allow you to tear open a spot between the realms that would be large enough to you for the group of you to step through. Getting back might be more difficult, I suppose. Mm. Though I could perhaps make sure the Athame would allow you back through. Yes. Our goal is, is to heal the tear, right? Or to close the tear. Um. So wouldn't that imply there wouldn't be anything left to really cut open or whatever? We'd have to go the long way around? Yes, except uh, in this case you are stitching together a great ugly wound between the planes. It will take some time to heal, even Mm. once the spell is broken that allowed you to cross through. In that time, if someone took a very sharp scalpel and made a small cut to slip one way or the other, I don't think it would hurt. There would be a time sensitivity to that cut, but... (laughs) Yes. Convenient for a place where time stands still. Yes. 
So, what one thing I don't understand, perhaps this is a political question, but if there's a tre peace treaty between the two realms, why does the tear matter? The treaty between the two realms is on a societal, not individual level. And it doesn't... It keeps the two realms from outright warfare, except under certain appropriate agreed-upon conditions. The presence or absence of a tear, a direct route between the two uh, realms, is not what the treaty covers. And in the absence of something prohibiting it, it formed an invasion route. Right, and then in addition to that, if they've got mortals over there, they could do a whole proxy war thing where they're like, oh no, we're not attacking you, it's them mortals. Right? Absolutely. While they're, you know, supplying the mortals with weaponry and, you know, Mujahideen and all that stuff. It infuriates me that they would use such cowardly tactics on their enemies. But the way I see it, perhaps you should use us in a similar fashion to close the rift and strike a blow to the red-robed mortals. That well. is what my people call two birds, one bite. Wait, what? I mean, that's way better than what my people call it. We call it the living daylights, and it's really weird. It's all based on a play. Uh, well... Uh, that is certainly something that, if you can get over there and do it, live through it, and come back, that would be amazing. Well, I think unlikely, but amazing. We're fairly amazing people, aren't we? If you say so. I do. I do say so. Uh... Right, so, but we still need to talk to people about how to repair this terror thing, right, Wildfire? Yes, we need we need some wizards to, I need some wizards to consult with. The ritual is not complete. Um, we need a completed ritual for us to be able to enact. There are a fair few wizards among our kind, perhaps. Uh, perhaps Yarrow would be, even be willing to talk to you about it. At the mention of Yarrow, Rowan uh, cuts a look at Dahlia and says, Yarrow hasn't been seen in a long time, and I don't know that he would prefer to be disturbed by folk of Adlerond. Dahlia continues, perhaps he wouldn't, perhaps he wouldn't. He is, however, responsible. So, given that... Rowan continues, I can put you in touch with Yarrow, one of the biggest, greatest wizards of our kind. That would be excellent. 
appreciate it. I uh, believe that Yarrow also lives in the Winterlands now. He was uh, affected strongly by the events that culminated with the fall of Sindrian. I will send you to him in the Winterlands. You'll have to go that far anyway. Sorry. So, do we have an agreement then? That if we do this thing with, obviously with your help, that and return, that we may return to you, claim the mythal, and, and return to Aglaron? Yes, yes. The land of Yorwood can once again have the mythal if we know ourselves to be safe here. I personally would prefer it go to Aglarond immediately, but I understand Dahlia's point. Dahlia, are you agreed? The thing indicates that she is. Very well. I will forge for you the appropriate athame to get through the veil one way and the other and let you know where Yarrow lives. What sort of... Normally, athame require blood to work. That's kind of why they're athame. Ah, yes. I I suppose among the mortals they do. Uh, in In this case, the blood that needed to be spilled to create this weapon was spilled long ago. Ooh. That sounds ominous. I do hope this athame is some sort of subtle knife. I'm sorry, it's a deep cut to Philip Pullman. I know, I'm right there with you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, If you will, we will have things for you uh, after the sun has risen. Very well. Rowan nods her head slowly and then stands up and, and leaves the room. As she does, Dahlia turns around to look at you, the group of you. I honestly do not think you will be able to make it through this. Though if so, I would be delighted to be wrong. Best of luck, mortals. Um, yes, I will also send something up to you that may perhaps help your journey. Excellent, thank you. Very well. Come on, Helms of Comprehend Language Eldrin for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Just in time to leave the city. Just in time. Are you going to take a favored terrain in Ladrin Forest? I definitely (laughs) am. That's how you know we're about to leave. It's like a souvenir of every place you've been. (laughs) I went to the Feywild, and all I got was this stupid favorite terrain. Not not just have ever been, but also will definitely never return to. Ever. Mm -hmm. All right. So you head back up to your rooms, and uh, more food is brought to you, and tea, and... Uh, you can hear the sounds of the city sort of coming uh, back up to um, its full busyness as the as the world moves towards day. 
And in just a little while, there is a at your door. I mean, I don't think we're going to answer this time, right? Yep, I think we just let this one ride. Your call, yeah. Victor. <laughs> you know, you don't want to answer the door every time it gets knocked on. No, you're the, you're the boss, man. All right, I will go and I'll open it. Okay. Uh, you might have had an expectation for who was going to greet you at this door. And uh, this is probably not who you thought you were going to see. Outside uh, is a elven man named Ortherian de Caladra, your previous commanding officer who disappeared into the Feywild. What? Oh, sweet. I'm sure we don't have to do this Winter City thing anymore. We can just give him the methyl and he can go home. Who is this? Uh, he says, I was very surprised to hear you were here. Uh, please, may I come in? Who are you? Othurian, yeah, my man! We thought you were dead. You know this person? Melaga, this was a commander before Victor took his post. Was this Austin. the one you were telling me who... Not the one that lost his hand. Right. That was the first one. Right. Was this the one that you thought uh, spontaneously combusted? No, that was... Was that the same one? Victor, I've lost track of our commanders. Maybe his hand spontaneously combusted? No, I definitely remember it was... Orthurian looks, holds, was holds up both of his hands. They look fine to y'all. Mm-hmm. Rosh, you're, you're confused. Orthurian, come in, please. Yes. I am so sorry. I wish to apologize now for abandoning you. I had uh, but one chance to make this transition, and I would not turn it back. Turn it down. My uh, my parents had often said that we had family here, and I meant to go find them. Well, did you have any success? I had some, yes. And I heard that you were... Uh, the rumor in court is that you are going off to visit Yarrow. We are. Yarrow, uh, you might... Well, you probably won't. His... his uh, Name that he is most often called is Yurwind, as in the Yurwood, the primary forest in Agladron. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. He is one of the great uh, Fey guardians of that forest, hmm. who is also here sometimes when he isn't there. The Fey do this thing where they're in two different places at the same time, <laughs> or two different times at the same place. It takes a bit of getting used to. I'm aware of at least one other inconvenient time I've been told the same thing. Well, uh, I thought if you were going off to see your wind anyway, that uh, I should at least come by and give you uh, any help that I could. Uh, Please. Uh, I have others coming uh, that will have certain gifts for you. Uh, moment. I go back and, and begin digging in the sock. 
The others oh. aren't your other commanders who disappeared mysteriously, right? Like the one you told me about that was eaten by the, what, the Python familiar? What, wait, then what about, what about the one that was attacked by the gazebo? Mm. They yes. barely even counted as commanders. In our troop, you need to make it at least a week before you can hold <laughs> such honor. Aha! Wait. So, what do you find? I walk over to Orth and say, could you please sign this piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you can get paid. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> You've been served! <laughs> <laughs> You've been served! Mm-hmm. This, effic- this paper officially means our number of dead commanders has gone down by one victor. That's good news for you. <laughs> it's true. It makes the whole unit like look a lot better in the eyes of uh, the brass. Orthurian de Caladra says, "Yes, I had some gifts for you that uh, that I had wanted to bring by as a way of saying uh, thank you for letting me go when I needed to go." Hmm. But of course, we're happy to have done it. And we'll appreciate any help you can give us. Apparently, this will be an arduous task. Well, as I said, uh, Yarrow is someone I sought out immediately when I got here and can uh, let him know that you are oncoming and to treat you kindly. Ah, so there's there's the sound of footsteps in the door and Ethereum opens the door and uh, there's a set of two porters there. And they're holding boxes. Uh, they're kind of boxes made out of plain brown paper with uh, pretty vines tied around them in in unusual knots that are quite lovely to look at. He says, please, please, open them. Brown paper packages tied up with string? Well, tied up with boxes, but yes. <laughs> I start right. opening shit. Nobody else is going to. Like, come on. Sure. So inside, there is a cloak and and boots made out of very fine eladrin materials. Oh, boots and pants. And as uh, as Belwyn picks it up and touches it, the boots shade over like a chameleon into a tone that complements the tone of her hair. Oh. <laughs> They have a uh, uh, plant embroidered around the cloak, collar of the cloak and around the uh, the top of the boots. In Belwyn's case, I believe you drew thistles. Oh, great. Spiky bastards. Stout and strong. So are, uh, are Therion, are these um, fashion forward or do they have... Uh... No, no, they're fey cloaks and fey shoes. Mm. Paige, you said there is one for each of us? There is a set for each of you. They are cloak and boots of Elder Gun. Nice. Cloak. Alright. Cloak and boots of Elven Kind. Boots and cloaks and boots and cloaks and boots and cloaks, right? The, uh... The ghosts won't be able to hear us. Maybe we can just slip by. I doubt that, but you may be able to slip by others, or at least get the drop on them. Your uh, your unit has certainly changed and expanded. Where's uh, where's Baron? 
Um, she gave her life for a greater cause. We ran across a evil artifact that only a person sacrificing their life, a good person sacrificing their life willingly could destroy, and Mira was unable to pass up the opportunity. Uh, drains from his face. No, she's gone? She is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he puts a hand over his stomach and looks and looks uh, just distraught. I've been meaning to talk with you about that wildfire. Remind me later to tell you the story of Obelinia and the blessing of rebirth that he presents. Maybe all is not lost for Mira. Ross, I'm... I'm sorry to tell you this if you weren't already aware, but giving her soul like that to destroy the artifact removed her from the wheel. Her soul is gone in a way that few other ways it can be gone. And how can you be so sure? Because that's what she had to sacrifice to destroy the artifact. But if she is gone from the wheel, who really knows what has happened to her? Malaga, isn't that what you call, um, faith? I mean, we certainly don't know what happens outside the wheel, so that is a fair enough point. But nobody but, does. No one's traveled back from the from outside the wheel. That is not that's not the way the universe works, sadly. So she may be somewhere out there, but we will never encounter her again. Watch, now we're going to have a guest episode where it's, it's in in the Plains of Oblivion, where it's like Mira's the only original character, and we're all like fighting to get her back. <laughs> but we end up somewhere else, and then it becomes a recurring mini side episode where every episode brings us closer to home. Ooh, I'm in. Sounds like a well, normally that would have gotten the inspiration, but that's cool. That's cool. So. <laughs> you probably already yeah, won your There we go. Yeah. High five. But it, it is, it is possible. But uh, I think, given our our mortal knowledge and even our knowledge of uh, the metaphysical. Uh, it pushes the boundaries, and there we don't know of any way to bring her back. But, and this was covered in one of my classes, there's much that we don't know. So we cannot speak for that. Wait a minute. You had a class to teach you about all the things you do not know. You'd be surprised at how often that's actually a really hard concept for people to grasp. 
your definition of class must be different than our Mizzet folk definition. Well, it was a... It, it, it was a, a small-sized book on the topic, if that's what you mean. So then, you know that you don't know very little. This is starting to make my head hurt. Can we not... We should not dwell on such sad things as Mira's death and the impossibility of knowing what is beyond the wheel. I I think that both of these things are are hard for the living to to deal with. And I think you should forgive yourself for having a hard time. Because it will continue to be a hard time when you lose anyone. And there's precious little that you can do. Have uh have you contacted her family? We have. Well, Victor, I'm sorry that sad duty fell to you, but I'm sure that uh, that you discharged your duty admirably. Well, it was rough going at times, but we did retrieve the mythos, so we're kind of on the right track. Of course, now... We also we to... slayed a black dragon. It's true. And oh. rescued a bunch of... Uh, Hyenas, gnolls from Thane territory. Wait, I was there for that one. Mm -hmm. You rescued gnolls. Yeah. Like gnolls that are Thane shock troops intend to eat us. But the good news is now we have gnoll shock troops that tend to eat Thans. It's mm -hmm. a great so It did seem like a weird uh, side mission to go on, but we ran it up the chain and they were they weren't enthusiastic about it stop looking for the methyl go rescue some gnolls that's what they told us ah well you know Perrin's a, a pretty utilitarian type I'm sure he weighed the balance of it and thought that the long term ally of Aglaron would certainly be the right call right, and no consequences could possibly come from that no come up and If you're a personal acquaintance of uh, Yarrowind? Yarrow. Yeah. Yarrow. Also called Yarrowind, but Yarrow. Yarrow. Um, would you be willing to travel with us, or do you have other obligations? Although, you know, you don't seem to have a huge problem with just, you know, flouting obligations. But, uh... <laughs> wow! <laughs> Maybe you could oh. give us a personal introduction. I got some lay on hands for that burn. I, uh, I in fact cannot travel with you, but I will contact the Great Fay and uh, let the old oak know that you will be by. Excellent. Malagar, is that what the humans call a burn? <laughs> it is. And it was quite effective as well. I... I did have a question. How did you find your old troop so effectively? Did I miss that? Did he? Did he? Did he talk about that? Apparently, we're the talk of the court. Oh, yes. I see. 
Well, I uh, must get on with my business, but please take these uh, cloaks and boots, and uh, I'm sure you will do Aglaron proud with them. One last thing. Do you have a guide where we could change all of our silver into gold at a ladder and exchange rates? <laughs> what if we're to buy all of their gold that they've got lying around with our silver? Useless yes. gold. <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, that sort of uh, arbitrage doesn't really exist here. All right. Oh, they just wipe their backsides with gold leaf here. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's mostly used in decorative accents. Preston did take it clean, didn't we? Your backside or the gold? I mean, the... never mind. Uh, he holds out a hand to shake Victor's hand. I will. I'll shake his hand. Good luck, and uh, I will be rooting for you. <laughs> All right. Well, we we appreciate the gifts and the guidance. He uh, gives everyone a cheery salute and uh, leaves. As he's leaving, more people are coming down the hall. Wait, what? We're quite popular all of a sudden. I'll just leave the door open. <laughs> okay. Ooh, uh, let me open one of the windows so we get a nice cross breeze. Ooh. Ooh. That's it. I, I'm at this point like curled up in the pile of fruits just to hope like their decompo- decomposition keeps me warm. Good lord. <laughs> Ross, I, I pressed to say those are clean an hour ago. Ah. <laughs> There was such a fruit fly problem. <laughs> this is a hellhole of freezing and breezes. Just freezing the way breezes. I like it. Freezing breezes. All right. Uh, a uh, fae of yellowy orange skin uh, and short cropped, uh, spiky yellowy orange hair with dark blue circles around their eyes and uh, dark blue patterns in their clothes, stands in the doorway. Hello, I am Ursinia. I have a gift for you, uh, or at least a delivery for you, from Lady Rowan. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah, it comes in and has a, a, like a black leather case, which she puts on a table and opens up, and inside is a knife about, I don't know, foot half long, two feet long. Uh, and it looks like it's made out of ice. Ooh, that's uh, very pretty. Uh, yes, it is um, not to be used in combat. It is an athame, a magical implement. I believe they point at Victor. I believe I'm to give it to them. Yes. I will receive it. Uh, Rowan says, do not lose it. <laughs> Does it come with? Did you put a deposit down on it? Does it come with instructions? Uh, she said that any uh, person who was skilled in magic could probably figure it out. Ooh, so it's a test and a gift. Figure it out. What kind of shite people are these? You just cut there... it. It's fine. You just cut. It's fine. Is there a customer service line we can call to get get the you know user manual that should have came with this? I'll pick it up. I intend to give it to Wildfire pretty much immediately, but just holding it in my hand, what kind of an impression do I get? 
that it is powerful and magic and uh, has a dark aspect to it. Any more than that, you'll have to make me a arcana roll to stretch out with your magical senses. You know, it- I will point out that they said don't lose it, but this is from an Eladrin perspective. So like dying of old age and like having it go into like long-term storage, I think counts as losing it. Mm-hmm. They'll be very cross with this. Is it cold? Will- it looks cold. I will pass it to Wildfire and assist him in any um, actions he takes to plumb the mysteries of this theme. Okay. Sure, I will reach out with my magical senses. All right, 28. Uh, sure. So you get the impression immediately that this is not a object built out of solid material. Mm-hmm. It is an intention made solid. It is an idea uh, turned into a knife. It, um, it does not exist on a purely material sense and probably wouldn't even show up on a prime material plane. Uh, it is a sliver of hatred, pure, righteous, fey hatred for the Shadowfell. Huh. It's a fourth dimensional knife. Who knew? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, the time knife. We've all seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to walk into tropes, and I try not to walk into memes. I mean, like, I'm two for two on Good Place references tonight. You can come with me, like. <sighs> Anyhow, uh, you uh, get the impression that the Fae who created this knife mm-hmm. was a powerful Winkler Eladrin. Do I have... get a... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, do I have a feeling of how to use it? Yes. Basically, get it in a place where the uh, membrane between the planes is thin, and just kind of wake it up and let it do its thing, and step back the fuck out of its way. Sure. Uh, do I think it would be problematic if I stored this in a extra-dimensional space? No. Okay, I pop it into my sock. <laughs> Confirming that ideas could exist within a bag of holding. Right. I mean that that we already knew. Uh, while we're uh, shuffling our bag of holding, um, there were a couple of items that we did not identify, and we're like, well, yeah, yeah, we'll deal with that later. Is later now a good time for me to bring these up, or? Sure. I like it- I like stuff. Man, this is great, y'all. We should we should really just put some unidentified magic items into our bag more often, so that whenever we need like a, a a swift boost, we can be like, "Look at this magic item we found!" Surprise! Surprise it's a... So we should treat them like you treat class abilities. Exactly. Ooh. Just oh, Frankie, with the with the inspiration point there. Yeah! Well, wow. In the future. I'm gonna find out that I have this awesome class ability, and it's gonna be like boom, new new level. <laughs> uh, so we found a magical amulet and magic leather straps. Mm, that's right. Huh? Where did you find them? Uh, these were back from, according to my notes, from Thane Wizard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Totally got them. Yep. 100%. I'm like, shit, I gave that out a long time ago. It was. Uh, I, thought we, I, put... I thought we identified those as dimensional shackles. 
Uh, dimensional shackles were well, that was the from, previous one. from the house, not from the other wizard. Ah, uh, you're right. Okay, fair enough. And those were uh, thin metal strands, not leather straps. Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. Keep your gossamers separate. Cheerfully wow. result, cheerfully withdrawn. We also have a pile of straw. And a some potions. You had one, two, three, three potions yes. and a. Uh, a yeah, and like a magical little bundle of herbs tied together. I have dried flowers, but sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, let's let's identify some stuff. Okay, the potions are elixir of health, potion of animal friendship. Okay. Potion of climbing. The other items are uh, an amulet of health, which the mm-hmm. mage was wearing to make him a little more survivable, but then we whatever. Oh, a little more survivable hasn't met us. <laughs> uh, the leather straps are a bridle of capturing. A bridle of capturing? You heard me. And uh, the packet of dried plants is a charm of plankening. Ooh, that's definitely not just dried dried flowers. That is the dust of deliciousness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pre-dusted, obviously. Like, okay. I'm sorry. I'm still in love with the fact that there's an item called Dust of Deliciousness. We all know that's just MSG. Yes, please. You can actually buy it in uh, in Mithrid Day. <coughs> Think about how good that would make my cooking. Uh, of course, it looks like edible glitter because elaborate. Much like all spices. You must capture the allspice. Paige, you're just you're just still on your high of getting to eat uh, glitter maple syrup over the weekend. I am not. Uh... Will that confirm or deny? Yes. <laughs> hmm. Well then, then you will need to provide chat with a link to that glitter maple syrup if you know what it is. Uh, I will. I will provide chat a link to that here in just a minute uh, because I need to finish my order to them so that I may also <laughs> have glitter maple syrup. Hmm. So what What other preparations, Victor, do you think we need to make? We should find out if we can perhaps secure horses or the maybe they whatever they may use to travel quickly through the realm. Um Maybe a guide. Uh, it's not. It's seen. Judging by experience, the areas outside the city are didn't somewhat Rowan dangerous. S- didn't Rowan say he was going to send us to Yordle? He did say oh, that. I'm not sure exactly what he meant. Like, are we going to be teleported there? Or? That's the impression I got. Mm. Point of order: Rowan uh, prefers female pronouns. Oh, I apologize to Rowan. No worries. I got the impression she was going to teleport us there or tree walk us there. I don't know. Druid stuff. <laughs> druid stuff. I don't know. Druid stuff. Hashtag druid stuff. Right. 
maybe some cold weather gear if we're gonna go into a, mm, that's a good call. cold city. Ooh. I, I'm I'm sorry. Are you all not bundled up in extreme cold weather gear? It's been fifty degrees since we've gotten here. Oh Ross. Oh Ross. You do realize where we're going, it's probably gonna be below zero. I don't I don't think the lizard folk have a word for that. <laughs> it's going to be the living death, I think is is the best translation. Perhaps we should see if they have any sort of potions that might not kill me. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, you, I mean you, you are trained as a ranger, right? Like, you could just endure elements? No, that's what doesn't exist in this edition. Oh, does it not exist in this edition? Because oh. it, 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 the theory is it trivialized travel too much. Oh, that's sad. It's really also, bad for Ross. Couldn't you go back to the previous edition and cast Endure Elements and then come back to this edition? <laughs> I mean, we're in the Feywild, right? Like, Thank you, yeah, Ross, because my only response to Joe's question was going to be, is that a class power I have? <laughs> <laughs> Did I just get another level up? In your uh, mind. Uh, you know, though, uh, now that you mention it, we did have that can I see the sock again? Please? Sure. I hand you the sock. Okay, I stick my my hand in there and then I lean in and I stick my whole arm arm in there and then like I have to like get my head into the hot sock hole. I, I, I grab Bellwind to stop her from falling into the sock. Can we fine. explain to her how it works? I'm enjoying what? this. Alright. Let it happen. Yeah. Come back out. Or brother Bellwind comes back out. Uh we How was it in there? Uh, you know, it's it's uh, there's so much stuff that trying to find things about like swimming around like Scrooge McDuck. Uh, it's really impressive that it hasn't just burst open like an overfull. Never mind, never mind. Um, but uh, hey, Ross, come here. No, um, come come over there. All right, now I'll, let me see your hands. I hold out the claw. All right, I slide a ring onto it. Ooh. Oh, Wait an hour. Oh, sudden. Oh, oh. What? I always get so emotional at weddings. What? <laughs> no, you gotta wait an hour. Is there a wedding? Joe, no, you wait an hour for a wedding. No. Oh, right. Apparently, yeah. apparently, it's in an hour. You have to. Wait I could actually legally, legally officiate over this too. Would you like to be bonded here? I mean, no. it seems a little sudden, is but is this some sort of trap, Bowen? So if you trapped me, you should make your sign a prenup. Some <laughs> bonding ritual. Look, I'm already set to be betrothed to the king of Aglaron. Don't worry, this is just a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> huh. I mean, well, just trivializing the sanctity of Victor. Does, does Belwin understand the political structure of Aglaron? Maybe. She's a dwarf, so she figures if she wakes long enough, eventually there'll be a king. Oh. But I think the answer to your question is probably no. Okay, Why cool. are you two whispering over there? Oh, nothing. This is nothing. serious. I'm just what so, is this, Bellin? I'm just so happy. <laughs> Mazel tov. 
I mean, what 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 literally is it? It's the Ring of Resistance. So we found forever ago, literally forever ago, uh, a Ring of Resistance, and Paige could say we could pick the flavor, and I have just decided to solve your problems. It's a Ring of Cold Resistance, which means you are now comfortable up until whatever point you start taking cold damage. Why are these runes turning into tiny snowflakes? Do you have an attunement slot open? God, no. Well, you'll have to figure that out. Otherwise, it's going to do jack and shake. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, look cool. Now I'm going to go decide which of my, my magic items I love the most. <laughs> well, it's probably the least. one that makes you not freeze to death first. Nailed it. Hot. This is what I get for looking at the, the thing of loots and being like, we have unidentified magic items. How dare you, sir. All right. How dare I solve your problem? I know. I'm the I know. worst. This, this solves my problems. Um, if only I could get one for Coda. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. So amazing. <laughs> then I could live in the same, like, or I could exist in the same physical space as you all without right? having to, like, bundle up under all of the blankets. Amazing. Oh god, guys, my current attunement slots are my gauntlets of ogre power, my my luck blade, and my cloak of elven kind, which I guess is the loser here. I I guess fuck the presents that my former commander just gave me. You can still wear <laughs> I it. Throw them on the floor. You can still wear it. Dead to me. <laughs> Why don't we pack that away in case he changes his mind? We're still going to take it with us. Actually, when you start interacting with the cloaks and boots of Eldenkind that were given to you, they are an improved version that does not require an attunement slot. Cloaks and boots and cloaks and boots. Technically, they are cloaks and boots of the Eladrin. Which is different. Oh, the upgrade is no attunement slot. We're gonna have fun convincing D beyond that. <laughs> I mean, it's not too bad because I, I'll te- oh, you just make a new magic item and mm-hmm. it doesn't require. Yeah, 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 yeah. The boots don't require attunement, and when yeah. you put them on, it indicates that you have advantage on stealth checks. Mm-hmm. So that's um, the main benefit of the cloak as well. Yep. Well, the main benefit of the cloak is that people who try to see you have disadvantage on top of that. Yeah. Right. Well, yes. The the cloak is almost always applicable. The boots only apply for sound only, basically. So. Yes, but she in plate mail is like, oh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. But the indicator. Flat rolls. In, oh no. The indicator. Flat rolls with a negative one. The indicator in D and D and beyond is the same for the boots and the cloak. So. Yeah. Right. That's that's a really good point, Ron. But you're right, the cloak is dramatically more powerful. And now we have an even more powerful version of the powerful cloak. It's more gonna... powerful than the boots? Yes, but Excellent. not as stylish, potentially. Hmm. All right. Well, excellent. Then I've decided which of my, my magic items I like the least, and it's the one that doesn't require an attunement slot. <laughs> Done! Hooray! 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 I mean, you don't have to get... Okay. So I guess we'll grab some fruits and vegetables and um, throw them in the sock and head out. Don't eat my bed. No, some some. You are you are given uh, uh, packs of uh, food for the journey, uh, and uh, delivered to you. Also, is a 
uh, bespoke assortment of adventuring equipment, pitons and lanterns and snowshoes and coats and rope and, I don't know, all that kind of stuff. Great. And it's top-end, extremely expensive stuff. So it's elven rope. Ooh. It's the, whatever the rope that is lighter and stronger. Silk? Silk. But but you can't smoke it because it's not hemp. Like, if you need smokables, you just need to tell the Aladdin. No, I'm, the silk I'm, I'm, the, the silk rope is also better. It doesn't leave burns as easily. Well, right, it's way better for the shibari. But uh, enough of that. And on to back adventuring. All right. So you head out from Mithrandain. Um, the uh, Rowan shows up, Wait. and as you are leaving for Mithrandain, right? Joe had his finger up. I was trying to make sure. Oh, sure. If Rowan shows up. That's fine. That's good enough. Okay, uh, and with her is a dog, but it's clearly some sort of elven dog. It has a... Uh, a kushi? It is a kushi. Kushi, 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 uh, It has bright <laughs> blue eyes that shade over into kind of a darker blue. Uh, it is got a white fluffy coat, and its tail curls up behind it. The coat has kind of gray outer hairs on it. Uh, and it looks sort of like the Siberian Husky version of a Kushi. Hmm. I immediately go to pet it. You pet the doggo. <laughs> Plus 50 minutes. Quick, so somebody add our game to the Can You Pet the Dog forums. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I recently discovered you could pet dogs in Call of Duty Zombies. That was a good day. You can you get 50 points for it. Anyhow, uh, Rowan uh, says, my companion will lead you to Yarrow and also into Sindriam. Uh, she will have to leave you at Sindriam as the powers that currently are there do not like any uh, do not like any visitors and it is not worth her life. What's, uh, what's her name? Uh, her name is Feely. Mm. Page, or er, Ben, or er, Joe, Ron. whoever the hell you are, Joe. you're on mute. Sorry. Uh, my name is Joe. <laughs> Joe, is that Joe. Yeah. you? Don't you guys live together? I mean, I'm just asking. Hard to be sure. Names are hard, okay? And I think to uh, fulfill our end of this bargain, I'll kind of re- I'll reach into my pocket and pull out the mythal and, and off- proffer it to him. Right. Or profit to her. Sorry. Uh, Rowan accepts both she and they pronouns. Most most of the fae you've run into happily accept they pronouns and then sometimes accept he or she. Sure. Uh, Rowan reaches forward their hand. And uh, when the mythal is placed in her hand, it glows like a higher, brighter, greenish-yellow color. Uh, her her long brown wooden fingers close around it. She says, I will keep it safe for your return. And if you cannot, do not return. I will attempt to convince my kindred that it is needed more strongly in uh, Aglarond than it is here. 
I appreciate that, but I do recognize that we have struck a bargain and it is likely that if if we are not able to close it, the rift, you will use it to seal you will use that to to make the rift no longer a problem. I believe we could fight a little longer. I have great, great, great grandchildren and beyond that at Aglaron that need help more than I do, I think. Well, I appreciate that. But we will return. Very well. We hope. So, Confident. Confidence. Confidence. So, uh, several Fae gather on the edge of Mithrin Dane to wave to you as you go by. Many are just watching. Some are singing a song that sounds both sad and calming. Like if a bunch of like elephants and lions and and uh, ostriches were parading down our street, we'd all go out and look. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly it. I give uh, them my best smile. A, uh, a flower fay with yellow hair, bright yellow hair, and green skin and black mouse eyes comes out of the crowd and uh, places seeks to place a uh, curl of paper in Malagar's hand. It's Zerus, the uh, apothecary you had met the other day. Mm. Oh, thank you. These are the uh, uh, lozenges I said that I would give to you, as well as names of my contacts that might help you down the road. Good luck. I I appreciate that. And Malaga will actually immediately pop one of the lozenges. Like, like your breathing's been pretty good here. Uh, but this just makes that that sore, hurty place in like behind your breastbone finally soothe a little bit. Uh, I, I really I, uh, I should just come visit here more often. The air would be good for you, as would also the slowed or abbreviated passage passage of time. I agree. Well, I may yet see you again then. Good luck. Thank you. That was the alchemist who had the tincture that turned purple, was it not? Apothecary. Good news, I hope. Ah, well, what's on the paper will be of some help to me. We uh, we got a little sidetracked from uh, my original goal, which was to visit some of the yuan in the Singing Sands. But, uh, well, let's see what we end up when we get out of this particular adventure. You know, I want to visit them, too. They had uh, they had some interesting feelings I heard about uh, Magad, so maybe you and I can take a road trip after we get done with all this. But for now, we've got, we got to make a good pace. Yara might be in danger, and then something, you know, something will have broken your winds. I mean... Hey, how big is the opening of the sock exactly? (laughs) It is for sure big enough to put Belvin in. I promise you. If the two of you are going back to the desert, I would surely (laughs) like to go with you. It was quite pleasant there. As we were leaving, you did seem very knowledgeable and happy in the desert. It was... So incredibly warm. 
Uh, and as you pass through the other parts of the Feywild, it is becomes a pleasantly warm fall day. The woods are aflame with the color of all of the trees. However, as you travel, it starts getting colder and colder. And uh, you see a cardinal in one of the tree branches. And as you do, snowflakes start drifting down lazily from the heavens above. I mean, I'm not exactly warm, but this isn't unpleasant. This is a weird sensation. It's called being not cold. I think I like it. (laughs) Alright. As you head on, the Feely runs ahead of you, occasionally coming back to wag her tail at you. And and accept some pets. She's gotten to the point where she actually doesn't want any more treats. I'm not I'm not sure how that works, but I will believe you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and she uh, takes you to the foot of an enormous oak right around sunset. And uh, barks at the oak. This is not the tremendous oak. This is just sunset. Uh, and barks at the oak a few times, and uh, I Doggo! Doggo! Oh, I see him there. Uh, <laughs> okay, the, tra- the train tracks are very flimsy tonight. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like I've recovered from the weekend, but my train of thought is like galloping. <laughs> Uh, but we bark- made it out of the city, so... Yes. Uh, she barks at this huge oak a couple of times and then puts her paws up on it. And about 20 feet up, you see a pair of uh, uh, yellow-green glowing eyes open in the trunk of the tree. Uh, hello, we're here for Yero. The, uh, the tree doesn't say anything, but with a great rumbling and squeaking of branches, um, uh, it leans over, and uh, specifically, it leans over and uh, looks at Ross, and you can kind of see, like, it tilts its head to the side, and then, it, then the figure looks at Victor, and sniffs in a very tree-like fashion. Just go with it. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but it's a tree-like sniff. And uh, says, You are from Aglarond. Mm-hmm. Got it in one. That, that is a land that I'm very familiar with. I am Yorwind, also called Yarrow. I am the father of the Yorwind. For those of you who don't recall, let's just go to the map. Show us the map. The map. I've been waiting on this for a while. 
Uh, your wood is the big forest that is at the heart of Aglarond. It is the last vestiges of the ancient elven civilizations that used to live there. Yes. Uh, and it is the interior of Aglarond that will that will always be safe, a refuge for the people of Aglarond. Right. So the the big tree spirit says, I am your wind, father of the Yorkwood. How may I help you, children? We require your assistance. We quest to repair the scar between the Feywild and the Shadowfell. And we have a ritual that we believe can do it, but it is incomplete. And we were told that you are a wizard of great might. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't want to go toe-to-toe with Mistra. <laughs> but I will say that I've skunked Elminster. It leans <laughs> over and holds up a big hand. Twice. <laughs> well, that's uh, good on you. He's a punk. I lean over to Malagar. Who is Elminster? He's just a drag queen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? I, I nod approvingly. Like, great Ross now totally believes Elminster's just a drag queen and a punk. Who has been bested by this tree twice? This tree is into sounds actually less impressive. Elements is actually a super powerful uh, wizard and probably some sort of god in disguise, but that's just speculation from what I can tell. Wait a minute, did you ever invest the symbol? The symbol? How's my little girl doing? Well, uh, uh look to Victor. <laughs> um... I think she's like taking a sabbatical, right? It's yes, I died or something. heard that uh, she had left the prime material. She hasn't come back then, huh? No, the council rules in her stead. Yeah. Oh well, that's fine. It's good for her to get out and stretch her legs. Wait, but the council supports the king, right? What? What do you mean? That rules in her stead. No, the no. council rules in her stead. Why would there be a king? There's not a Wait, king are you there. telling me there's not a fucking king of Aglaron for me? God. <laughs> what? No, there's a council who rules Aglaron, the symbol council. How the fuck <laughs> am I supposed to marry a whole council? <laughs> I mean, they might be into it. You don't know. I think most of them already married, but... Is this your plan, Belwyn? To just propose and marry to all rulers that you can come across? What? No! I say as I gaze at my engagement ring. (laughs) First of all, that's not what that was. And second of all... 
Malagon, Malagon, Victor, and Wildfire explained it to me in great detail. I am not happy with you at the moment. <laughs> also, you did it in the presence. That you forgot about in your sock. Also, you did it in the presence of a member of clergy, so it's it's so it's official now. <laughs> Legally binding. Yes, I've, I'm, I'm working on hand engraving your certificates. Nope, that's that's not necessary. Thank you very much. Well, it, it doesn't I matter mean... if it's documented or not. It's true whether or not you have it on paper. But I, I, I don't know. I, no, that's, I don't consent to that. That was not that. Look, hi, Mister Tree. You're yeah. the one who put the ring on his finger. <laughs> well, I was trying I, to help him. Perhaps you should explain to our new friend. Uh, it's a uh, little late, but I've got it. Uh-oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, excellent. Uh, record scratch. Excellent. <laughs> um, right. So, Yara, if I could uh, get your consultation on how to complete this spell... Uh, hopefully we can use it to uh, seal the scar. Hmm. The problem with that, of course, is that it would have to be sealed from both sides, and no fay will last long in the Shadowfell. <sighs> Unless you mean to Go there yourself. We do. Right. Well, in that case, there is something important I must tell you. <sighs> Next week <sighs> on Beats and Fables. Ruin my fun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just it was it was just so like I just saw it coming low and slow and across the plate, and I couldn't help but swing. <laughs> Did somebody find a record scratch? Yes. Yes! I now own a record scratch. Excellent. I actually have a stream deck, but it hadn't been implemented yet. But that'll be next week while I'm just made a push button record scratch. <laughs> all right. Help us all. Yeah. Let me, let me say goodbye to all. All right, thank you for joining us on this adventure. Please like, follow, and subscribe. Please, uh, no, thank you, my train of thought. <laughs> thank you, chat, for your inspiration. We love having you with us. Thank you for keeping us on the straight and narrow. Uh, we'd like to thank our listeners and supporters, particularly Dragons, uh, Rally Security, Bologno, Brother Flounder, Chakuva, I'd also like to point out there's this person called, um, let's see if I pronounce this right, Peje Leitman. P Peje Leitman. Thank you, Peje Leitman, for the bits. Uh, As well as everyone else out there who donated to our hype train today. Thank you, everyone. Please join us next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time to see what happens next and follow us. Two adventures!